Your body is alive, not just with your own human cells, but with a multitude of thriving ecosystems teeming with billions of microbes that contribute to our health and our well-being. Welcome to the Gut Academy. I'm Dr. William DiPaolo, immunologist, microbiome expert, and healthy living enthusiast. This podcast is for anybody interested in discovering more about the 40 trillion microbes that live within and on us, to those who want to change their microbiome in order to live a healthier, happier life. Here at the Gut Academy, we will provide you with information, tips, and life hacks that will help you make choices that will benefit your microbial self and change your life. Thank you for joining us. You are not only a human being made up of only human cells containing only human genes. In fact, you are a number of thriving ecosystems containing 40 trillion microbes. What do we call this microbial jungle that reside within and on all of us? We call it the human microbiome. And each one of us has one, one that is as distinct and as individual as a fingerprint. Just two decades ago, the term microbiome barely existed, and now it has become a medical and scientific rock star. In part, this is due to the availability of technologies that have allowed scientists and medical professionals to ramp up the research done on the microbiome. And so with this newfound information, you can't help but turn on the TV or listen to the radio without hearing about the benefits of the human microbiome. And if you listen to all the claims and all of the hypes, it may seem that the human microbiome may not just be the answer to gut health, but may be the key to your overall health, longevity, and fulfillment. I'm Dr. William DiPaolo. Thank you for listening to episode this episode of the Gut Academy, where we today are going to discuss the human microbiome and what it is. So what is the human microbiome? Well, it's this community of microbes that live in and on all of us. But it doesn't just stop there. The microbiome really defines the microbes, but also their genetic material, what they produce. So it's really this amalgamation of all that is the bug. It is the bug themselves, their genes, and what they're doing while they live within us and on all of us. That is what we really call the human microbiome. And our bodies are home to multiple microbiomes. Wherever there is contact with the outside world, there's going to be microbes residing on that surface. Our skin has a microbiome as well as our lungs, our nasal cavity, and our oral cavity. And the most famous and by far the most well-studied microbiome to date is the gut microbiome. Another important distinction that we should make when we say the word microbes is that many of you will probably think bacteria, but that's not the case. Our microbiomes are much more than just bacteria. They also contain viruses, fungi, yeast, and even single-celled organisms like amoebas, which are called protists. The number of these microbes that reside within and on all of us is roughly 40 trillion. This is the same number of cells that make up our own human bodies. So in essence, we are just as much microbe as we are human. And as you're getting your mind wrapped around that fact, here's another one for you. That for every single one of our genes, there's 150 or more bacterial genes. Meaning that our genetic makeup is actually mostly microbial in nature. And that our human genes make up a very small percentage of all that we actually are. So if you think about it, you have 40 trillion of something living on and inside of you. Well, you can't really have that number of anything and also the genes that they contain without them having an impact on your health. And that's exactly what they do. The microbiome is so important for our health because so many functions that they have are critical for our own existence. For instance, these bugs are critical for breaking down parts of food like fiber because our own bodies lack the enzymes to do so. 
They help us harvest energy from food, which gives us energy and helps with our metabolism. They're critical for our immune system to function and are important even for the development of the immune system as we age. They protect us against pathogens that we don't want to invade and make us sick. And they promote the production of feel-good neurotransmitters such as serotonin and dopamine. And this is just only a small list of the enormous functions that our microbiome has. Over the course of this podcast, we'll listen and discuss a lot of different functions and much more in depth than what I'm getting into here. Another question that I'm often asked is whether these bugs in our gut are all healthy or are there bad bugs there as well? So obviously we have a lot of really great bacteria that reside within our intestines. And they're there to promote health and do all of these functions that make our bodies work and function every day. But there's always going to be some microbes that are not necessarily the most healthy and that everybody has. But the fact is that most of us, they're kept in check by all of these good guys. So these few bacteria that are not the healthiest are kind of told, you stay here and don't cause trouble because there's many more of us than there are of you. But when our bodies get out of balance, if we are sick or we have a stressful week, we change our diets drastically or we take an antibiotic, we are allowing the small numbers of these bad bacteria to maybe gain a foothold and start to grow. So the balance between the good bacteria and the bad bacteria starts to shift. And in that balance, that balance is very important. So there's a number of factors that can affect this balance between good and bad microbes. And while many of them are outside of our control, such as genetics, many of them are also lifestyle choices. And these are choices that we make and that can also have an impact on our gut microbiome. So again, over the course of this podcast, we're going to discuss in depth these lifestyles, lifestyle choices that can affect your gut microbiome. So in the end, why is having the microbiome that's more healthy more important than having a microbiome that's less healthy? Well, it's because of the research that's been done and all of the studies that have shown that there are correlations between a microbiome that is less healthy and more harmful in diseases like inflammatory bowel disease, colorectal cancer, and diabetes, just to name a few. So the question remains, can you either prevent disease by having a healthy microbiome or trying to make your microbiome healthier? Can you manipulate your microbiome in some way to prevent disease altogether or at least ameliorate symptoms so that you feel better? I wish I had an answer to these questions, but the jury's actually still out on this one. In the meantime, there's nothing wrong with trying to maintain and keep a healthy gut. And you can do that in many different ways. And we're going to discuss that over the course of this podcast as well. So as I said earlier, my name is Dr. William DiPaolo, Dr. Will, if you will, and I've been studying the gut microbiome before it was even called the microbiome. And the reason that I wanted to create this podcast is because of the enormous amount of misinformation that I come across all the time regarding the human microbiome. I want to start spreading knowledge based in science and medicine so that all of us and all of you can make educated decisions when it comes to how you feed yourself, how you feed your family, whether or not using microbiome-based products is something that you want or something that you're just interested in. So overall, I'm excited to be take this journey with you, and that uh, sums up this episode of the Gut Academy, and until next time, thank you very much.